Welcome to The Nine Podcast, where we take a look at topics that crop up around our work in insight and strategy. Here, we are learning more about what it means to be human and how to improve the human condition. Welcome back. We are here again in the age of social distancing. David and I are being very careful to retain a six-foot separation between us uh, in respect to the current cultural phenomenon, again, social distancing. Uh, I think it's important to talk about it. I think it's important to look at what it is, what it means, um, to examine the discomfort that comes with it, but also to look at the opportunity that it offers. Um, and I think to really get a sense for that opportunity, it will be very important to examine what came before social distancing. What some might call status quo, but what I will call social swarming. I know it seems hyperbolic, social swarming. But bear with me. I, I actually, I think this, this does make sense. Look at the way things were prior to social distancing. When you would go to work, people are constantly talking all around you. Um, people are constantly coming up on you and sometimes they'll say, I will drag you into a meeting. This is actual language that people use. That's what happens in a swarm. People or individuals get dragged um, and I feel like it's a fitting term. Um, also, swarm carries with it I, this uh, connotation of buzz, right? Mm -hmm. Like buzz, uh, bees, bees yeah. swarm, yeah? yeah? Um, <laughs> so I think we have that also. There's this constant hum, this constant noise, um, a steady thrumming of activity. And I want to just say that I think there are some positive elements to social swarming. Uh, we are social creatures after all. I think that's what pains us most of all right now in the age of social distancing. Uh, we are social creatures and we rely on each other for outside perspective. Uh, we rely on each other to uh, build each other up, make each other feel stronger, and to feed into our momentum. It's a great way to accelerate. And social swarming is perfect for that. Um, it, it, especially, you know, for those who are on the sort of extra, extroverted side of the spectrum, it is something that th they very much need just to keep going. Um, it, it has a dark side, though. Uh, it has this sort of... Um, dangerous element to it. And that is, in a social swarming context, it's very easy to confuse our own beliefs, our own motivations, even our own actions to some extent, with those of others. Uh, we all the time confuse other people's emotions with our own. And we'll talk about that in other episodes, I'm sure, about how we adopt other people's ways of being without even knowing it. Yeah. 
that idea of contagion, I know now in this age that has a totally different ring to it. Right, but um, certainly in a social swarming environment, um, we, our sense of identity becomes totally diluted. And left unchecked, as I think it has been, it leaves us, I think, with a very flimsy sense of meaning to our personal lives, to our work lives, uh, to the relationships that we have with the people around us. That sense of meaning can become very thin, very tenuous. And so here we are in the age of social distancing, which, mind you, it's been forced on us, right? <laughs> Nobody likes that. And yet, I can't help but think that there is some good to come of it. If we look at social swarming and we look at what happens over time with that, where the nature of our relationships become more and more topical, um, more reflexive, more reactive, we are less attuned to the nuances in those relationships, we just sort of roll with it. We take a lot of things for granted, frankly. There is a reduced authenticity and the degree of intimacy that we actually have in those relationships, it's, it's not as authentic as it could be because we take a lot of those things for granted. Pretty shallow. Pretty shallow. So when you're talking about social swarming, you are talking about, yes, a lot of relationships, but you're also talking about inauthentic intimacy. And I think this is the perfect antidote right now, social distancing that is. This is an opportunity for us to improve the intimacy of, or improve the authenticity of our intimacy. How can that be? <laughs> like, all of a sudden we're working from home, we don't get to see other people, we can only text and call and video and, how is our intimacy going to be more authentic? Well, for one, we get a moment to pause, to reflect, and all of that attention we were casting out, we now have the opportunity, and I would suggest the mandate to look inward. This is a crucial opportunity. This is a crucial opportunity for us to look inward and to self-examine and say, who am I really? What is my purpose? Why am I here? What good is my work? What are the nature of my relationships? When we start exploring those questions, we climb deeper into who we are. And that sets us up for an enhanced authenticity in our intimacy. We can bring that into our relationships we can do that right now. By pausing and living with some of those questions, by turning that gaze inward, we start to enrich our own identity that then we can, in turn, text, call, video, and start to share that with people. Hey, I was thinking about this. Hey, I was reflecting on this. I wanted to share it with you immediately the quality 
of the relationship changes into something that's more authentically intimate, right? And I think there's all sorts of cool ways to play this out, right? I mean, the deeper we go into ourselves, actually, I think the more we start to realize how interconnected we all truly are. Um, but who among us actually has the time or the uh, discipline every day to stop in the middle of things and say, let me come back into myself and explore that in a deeper way? I mean, come on. That's just not realistic for a lot of people. So, here we are in the age of social distancing, and the opportunity is now foisted upon us. Don't blow it. It, it is a unique opportunity. And in fact, I would, even, I would even suggest that the biggest challenge is not to learn as much as we can here. The biggest challenge is to take what we learn and build a foundation for a new way of life. So that after we do all come out of social distancing, that we don't revert back into social swarming. So we went from social swarming into social distancing. Let's not go back here. Instead, let's find a new way of living. Social integration, social harmony, something that does deepen our relationships, something that enhances our creativity. There's so much possibility in that turning inward. There's so much possibility baked into a pause, into a rest. You see it everywhere in nature, really, right? I mean, there's a reason that so many uh, of these animals go into hibernation before they come out and mate, proliferate. There's a reason that in the plant world, there's a common term uh, called dieback, where the parts of the plants that, the, the, the part of the plant that's no longer needed is removed so that the plant can pour itself into a more hospitable growth pattern, right? It, plants don't, don't just grow wantonly. And, and the seasons take care of that. So here we are, where we are in this season. How do we build that rhythm in? Where we go into a physical intimacy with all these other people and then can step out of it and go into an intimacy with ourselves. That to me is gonna be important. How do we build that rhythm? How do we build that cadence? Um, I would love your ideas on that. I would love to hear from you. Um, questions that you have that are related to it, suggestions that you have. Um, we don't have all this figured out. Uh, I think what we're trying to do is just flag this. Because I think a lot of people right now are anxious. And that anxiety isn't just about a virus. And that anxiety isn't just about an economy. I think that, econ that economy. <laughs> that anxiety isn't just about a virus. That anxiety is not just about the economy. 
I think that anxiety has a lot to do with people learning to be with themselves. It can be very scary. When you, when you step away from all that swarm and you find yourself alone with yourself, for some people, there's a lot of disenfranchisement with themselves, right? And that can be really scary. So I think retaining our self-compassion and at the same time retaining some courage to actually stay in the ring and, and explore who we are, that's going to be really important. So everybody um, wishing you good health and good courage too. This is the time for it. Thanks for listening to The Nine Podcast. To learn more about Nine, check out our site at ixcompany.com. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and tell a friend.